New songs are good for the spirit. When you write a new song, I want to hear it. Today we're going to talk about music theory, the key of G, writing new songs, and probably some other things. I'm your host, Lightning Lucas, and welcome to episode 13 of I just got back from a miniature vacation across the mountain to Crozet, Virginia, where my aunt and uncle live and have raised their three sons, my cousins, and I had a great time there playing a lot of board games and watching a lot of sports and also painting some of their house. I'm planning to do an episode with a song called Showing Up to Paint, which I am currently working on and will come out at some point because I have now retired from Hearst Brothers Painters to focus full-time on music, at least for a few months. Back to Crozet. My uncle is a very accomplished songwriter and musician, and he has been one of the reasons that I have tried to become a songwriter. And while I was there, he showed me He's just now learning to play jazz, and it's really cool because he's a very accomplished pianist already, but now he's just learning like a whole new world of jazz chords. And they're really kind of over my head, but I think they're amazing. However, I personally think that musical literacy for the average person should be considered much more important than it is. And I think that a great way to do this would be to promote people learning one key quite well and learning to transpose that key. This is primarily what I have done in my own experience. And the key that I've chosen is the key of G. So the first song of the day is called I Love You, Key of G. And it's a humorous love song written to the musical key of G. I wrote it in 2016, and here it is. I Love You, Key of G. A song that the world has yet to see Is a song by me not in the key of G Well that's not true exactly I can think of one or two matter-of-factly Sometimes I write in the key of D I can do that pretty well too, you see It's still in G in a way though Cause when I write in D I use a cable You've been so good to me I know we'll always be Singing together joyfully Solo in the key of G 
would you write in any other key? Other keys don't unlock doors like G. Sometimes I write in E minor The only thing is that doesn't require any new chords It's just the same chords in a different order It's just the same chords as the key of G Picking one favorite key and transposing has been around for a long time. Irving Berlin, who is the famous composer who wrote classics such as Oh, How I Hate to Get Up in the Morning, Putting on the Ritz, God Bless America, and White Christmas, among 800 others, wrote using the key of F sharp, which on the piano is all the black keys. So it's all the black keys and two white keys. And he had what he called a trick piano, which mechanically had a crank and could switch what key you played in by moving the keys in relation to the strings that the hammers hit. And he had this about a hundred years ago. Now digital pianos can do this at the press of a button, but from my experience, the makers of the digital pianos could make transposing a lot quicker with some sort of dial. And the guitar can be transposed fairly simply with a capo, which is just a little instrument no, it's not an instrument. A little gazuntus that holds down the strings at a particular fret, allowing you to use the same fingerings to play different chords. Of course, some instruments can't be easily transposed, such as a cello, because the capo doesn't work very well with the cello. And for this reason, my brother seems to disagree with me about the potential power of transposing because he is an accomplished cellist, as you may have heard on episode one in the song Hold the Hope. But I'm not talking about accomplished musicians here. I'm talking about the idea that music should be for everyone and that everyone should have a greater level of musical literacy 
And literacy might not even be the correct word because literacy implies reading music, and I want people to be able to play music by ear, like Irving Berlin did, and like my grandmother did, and to some extent, like I do. One way that I think this could be accomplished is through pushing harmonicas on kids. Kids love harmonicas, and they're great because a harmonica is only in one key at a time. In other words, if you want to play in the key of G, you have to have a G harmonica, and if you want to play in the key of D, you have to have a totally different harmonica. So I think harmonicas should replace those little plastic recorders in elementary school music classes because I think they're more intuitive and help you understand how music is relative. With a greater understanding of basic music structure, more people would be able to write decent songs, and I think the world would benefit. I've, at this point, written over probably about 250 songs, and the vast majority of those only use three or four chords. Since I like metaphors, you can look at it like you can build an infinite number of things from the same Lego set. Or you can write volumes of literature using the same 26 letters. Today's featured song is called One, Two, Three, It's Time to Write a Song. Probably needs a better title than that, but I haven't figured it out yet. Here it is.
I mentioned the concept of a disposable song in a recent episode, and I don't write many of my songs intentionally to be disposable songs, but the idea of this podcast is that you like the song enough to listen to it once, and maybe twice, and maybe enough to recommend listening to a particular episode to someone else, but at some point I'm going to put out an album of the highlights of the songs from this podcast and probably won't include every single song. Let's riff a little bit on quantity versus quality. I've heard of a study where a professor, let's say a photography professor, on the first day split their class into two sections. Section A was going to be graded at the end of the semester on one perfect photograph, and section B was going to be graded solely on how many decent photographs they took. And in the end, what the study showed was that students in group B who just aimed to churn out decent photographs eventually ended up with far more excellent photographs than the group that set out to take one excellent photograph. So that is the philosophy that I have with these songs. But like I said, I want each one to be good enough that you are excited to come back for more next week. So here's a song of thanks to my patrons at patreon.com slash lightninglucas. If you're interested in becoming a patron, please check out that link. There is no E in lightning, and that's Lucas with a C. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for your generosity. I could not make music like I do if it weren't for people like you. Remember, you can now leave me a message by visiting holdthatnote.net and clicking the appropriate button, and your message may end up on a future episode of the show. Also, remember, you can hire me to write a song for you. It can be about pretty much anything. So contact me at lucas at lightninglucas.com. Again, there's no E in lightning, and it's lucas with a C. So yeah, just email me, and we'll talk. Thanks so much for listening. Please tell a couple of friends if you enjoy this podcast, and come back next week. This has been episode 13 of Holy